Oh, God. I looked up and the thing was going, hello, everyone. My name is Jamie, and I'm here in the studio with Singer and Stacy for the podcast on the weekends. It's called Omnipotent Idiots. <laughs> And we're, I was about to say, did, did we change the name? <laughs> the podcast on the weekends. Yeah. Well, that's when we record it. Spoiler alert behind the scenes. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I'm Jamie, and here we go. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, yeah, that stuff, too. Uh, for me, too. Want to give a shout out to Joe Alihambra? Alihambra. <laughs> also known as Joe Abrera. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Alihambra. Joe it. Yeah, <laughs> he shouts us out on all of his episodes. Uh, if you ever get need some extra sauce, sauce. check out Bar Life Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also. know about him. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I got your number, guy. <laughs> also, if you are a listener, Stacy, this is the... Uh, last episode before Stacy's birthday, and huh. Stacy has launched an Indiegogo campaign to get us some recording equipment. What's Indiegogo? I don't know if isn't that what you used? Or what did you app. do? Oh, is Cash App? I just did. A, I just put a Cash you know. App link up. Oh, the the grave face thing was an Indiegogo thing. Yeah, get your fundraiser is right, bro. Anyways, you don't even fucking know about it. <laughs> I did. I quite frankly, it didn't sound like okay. Stacy did either. Yeah. Okay, so for yeah. Stacy's birthday. He's trying to get contributions so that we can get better recording equipment so that we can make a better podcast. We won't become better people, but we could possibly improve our recording equipment. So, and if, I did sit there for like two hours last week and figure out some more tricks on here. So hopefully this episode will sound a little bit better oh. than some of the other ones. All oh, y'all tricks. Oh, yeah, sounding better. Um, have we gotten any Facebook comments, comments on the... Uh, not the, There was a comment on the uh, sexuality episode. Oh. Uh, I bet there was. Uh, Wonderful. So this Let's is what you need show prep for, because you can ask that question and I kind of have it pulled out. Well, well, what's you know, new around here? Hey, who's prepared? Uh, so, one of our listeners put, definitely enjoyed, and we'll have my son listen, uh, let him hear from someone in the community. This is a friend of mine who has a transgender son. Word. Well, hope you enjoyed it, or if you've shown it to them yet, and holler at us if you want to be involved with the show, as always. Um, find us on Facebook groups, O-M-N-I-P-O-T-E-N-T, Omnipotent Idiots, on Facebook, um, and you're already listening to us somewhere, so. You figured it out. Yeah, you figured it out. Congratulations. Thanks for showing up. And then Dennis Raider's, uh, still into light choking, so. Okay, yeah. Okay, oh yeah. Did he repost that, or that's just old? It's just the the, the very next comment still. Shout out to our boy Dennis. He likes to leave us comments, so, you know. If you leave a comment, we'll talk about you on our podcast. And if you don't leave a comment, we'll probably still talk about you for being a piece of shit. But um, We just won't say your name. So, it's actually been on the board for a while as well. For personal interests, uh, this one will be about music appreciation and, and our uh, five favorite songs. Yeah. I guess it's- Jamie kind of came up with this idea. So you want to kind of... 
Yeah, um, so we had done the sexuality episode um, and started talking about that as a series. And it was like, well, what else is sort of broad enough of a subject yet all very personal? And another thing would be like that would be music. So this can be a kickoff to a music series. Um, I think the best way to start is to talk about ourselves. Um, so, shit. <laughs> so we're aware. Um, so are most of the listeners. We unless were, this is your first time joining us. Singer and I were at the jazz festival. Oh, the jazz, um, festival. The jazz festival. And uh, yeah, we came up with this, this idea. Um, and we'll start with talking about five of our favorite songs or five songs that are, you know, just meaningful to us. And then we'll be able to start bringing on guests who have expertise in other genres to talk about that or have some cool music experiences or perspectives. Or people, yeah, I know uh, I've reached out to someone that I know that's actually in the music industry. He has his own local recording label, so trying to get him to come on. Word. Yeah, I think we have a couple other episodes in the works. Um, I have a friend... Um, whose brother is blind, so that's possibly... I've talked to them about coming on, and um, we actually have a Halloween episode scheduled uh, where we're going to talk about horror movies, I believe, with a, with our friend Graham. Graham Hancock? Uh, I don't think so. Graham totally sounds like the name of somebody who would be into horror movies. Yeah. It fits. I'm down. He works at the Sorrel Weed House, too. So. so, since we're talking about horror movies, can I talk about how pissed off I am sure. at the... Uh, Don't you always? The regardless the, of whether the, we give you permission? The, uh, <laughs> the, the limited release of the last Rob Zombie movie? Oh, yeah, dude. That was some bullshit. I was pissed. <laughs> that was because... I don't know. Have we talked about that I don't go to the movies? Well, here? yeah, because when we talked about going to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, so I don't really go to the movies, but I was like... Because you told me that you listened to an interview with Rob Zombie and um, Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan. Yeah. and he was talking about how the movie had already come out, and I hadn't heard shit about it, so I started looking into it and found out that they only did like a three-night showing at select theaters, and now they're going to do a fourth-night showing, but it's still, again, at very select theaters, and I don't think we're going to be able to get... So we're going to have to wait on it to come yeah. out on Netflix or something. Or wherever it's gonna come out, and maybe it may be maybe this some bullshit, Rob. Mm. Yeah. What the fuck? Was that that uh, House of Wax? Is that him too? House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and this is Um, the second part of Devil's Rejects. Salem. It's a third part. So first, um, House of a Thousand Corpses, then Devil's Rejects. Now three from from hell, hell. and Sid Hag just died. R.I.P. A real one. So, Jamie. Yes. What is one of your favorite songs? Well, I will just want to say that I gave myself some parameters because I didn't want to get in shit from the two of you. And there are it's no. It's still going to happen. But well, there are no musical theater songs on here. Okay. 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 Yeah, that wouldn't. Dude, it's your favorite. I know, but I I wanted to set those parameters. Um, I mean, I tried to pick things from very genres. Okay. So, but I mean, I I would understand if all five of yours was from musicals because that's that's what they were all from Cats. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, I'm going to talk shit, but I would understand if all five songs were from Mamma Mia. 
Oh no! <laughs> Speaking of Mama Hairspray. Mia, hairspray is more your style. Hairspray is one hundred percent more my style. I much prefer contemporary musicals. Um, okay, so the first song on my list. Um, so music wasn't like a super huge thing in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, like really little, we were like really like television and movies. Like music wasn't a major big thing. But when I I first sort of became aware of music and what it meant socially. The big song at the time, the song that I hold in my heart very dearly, you know it, you love it, sing it for yourselves because we can't play it, Ace of Bass, The Sign. <laughs> I was in fourth grade when this, <laughs> and it opened up my eyes, I saw the sign. Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, where do you belong? You got it. Yeah, um, I so, guess this is what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> song that we know. I don't think you guys are going to be able to do that. Much, um, the song came out when I was in fourth grade. And it was... The, <laughs> I'll just be screaming in the background. Um, yeah, okay, so the song came out when I was in fourth grade. Um, it felt like we all sort of became aware of music, like around that same time. And we were going on a field trip. To, yes. Was it that long ago? Yes, I'm very old. I'm, you're not much older than me. <laughs> you're only like two or three years older than me. And I'm sitting there trying to think about like when I, when I remembered that song. Well, yeah, so fourth grade is when, is when I learned about the song. And, we were going on a field trip to Philadelphia to go see the Liberty Bell. And the cool thing was you had to have a Walkman. And you had to have that Ace of Bass tape to play the entire time to play that song. And I didn't have either of those things. Um, and it, you have to get to school before school and it's dark outside and you're lined up. And my cousin, who was like 20, promised that I could borrow her Walkman and her Ace of Bass tape because she was 20 and cool and had all this stuff and waiting for her. She's not there. The bus pulls up. She's not there. I linger to be the last in line because she's not there. And I just knew I wasn't going to be a cool girl because I didn't have the Walkman and the Ace of Bass. I saw the sign tape and I get up on the bus and then I hear my name and I see like a hungover 20 year old person (laughs) barreling down the street and the door reopens and she hands me her Walkman (laughs) with the Ace of Base. I saw the sign tape. Was this like a 90s movie? Well, it was the 90s. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. And my whole life changed and (laughs) changed my whole life. I became a cool girl. So hold on. If you had not have gotten that Ace of Base and that cassette tape, would you have ever been a juggalo? Who knows? (laughs) I probably wouldn't have been cool enough to be a juggalo. I See, don't know that those are exactly correlated. <laughs> See, it was story, the confidence. Like, every, every, the, like when we have personal episodes, we as a friend group find more and more out about mm-hmm. each other. You said you were going to Liberty Bell. I thought you grew up in Florida. This is when I lived in New York. I moved okay. to Florida um, when I was in fifth grade. Oh, okay. okay. Um, before that, I lived in Queens, New York. How far is it from Queens to the Liberty Bell? It was like a four-hour bus ride. I mean, the, that was the big fourth grade trip. Okay. Um, you stay overnight in Philadelphia. Yeah. And in fifth grade, you went to Washington, D.C. That was really the big trip. tough. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to fend for ourselves. <laughs> we weren't trying to, like, buy weed. They were also from Queens. Yeah, <laughs> we were true. fine. That's true. Um, so, yeah, that was just, like, such a 
pivotal song that was popular for everyone in the times. But for me, it meant the difference of being a cool girl or not. And it also, like, in terms of, like, being able to trust my cousin, it's the one fucking time she came through. <laughs> which she has not let go for the and past still 25 years. She still hasn't listened to the podcast. Uh, so, that was, uh, I thought about that one as a meaningful song in the foundations of who makes me who I am. Ace okay. of Base, I saw the sign. That's the first song. I'm also going in chronological order of my life, just so you guys I kind of did the same thing. Right. I kind of right. uh, did um, just like a number one through five, like top song. Okay. Um, you want to go? No, go for it. Okay, so um, my first song, my number one. Your favorite? You're going to go with your favorite yeah. first? Or your, oh, so you're going to blow your load right here at number yeah. one. You know me. <laughs> Doing, getting it out of the way. Quick okay, So I can go to sleep. <laughs> um... Box of Rain by the Grateful Dead. Um, so my dad and uh, my dad's favorite band is the Grateful Dead, and my dad loves music, um, or loves music still. Um, <laughs> but it. like, no, but I got a lot of my interest in music and my some of your taste. Yeah, my taste from him, and so. I just remember listening to The Grateful Dead all the time. This wasn't... There's one particular album, um, Working Man's Dead, that we used to listen to a lot, and it has a song called Uncle John's Band. So, and me and my dad's name is both John. What? And, yeah. And my grandpa, and his dad, and the one before that. So do you do... Are you the fifth? I should be the fifth. But y'all but changed there was middle a drunk names. Gran, there was a drunk dad in in there. That fucked up a birth certificate. What? So now I'm the fourth. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so So maybe... drunk at the birth. Well, no, I understand that. No, so I is, don't. So what is no no because this 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 leads into something else. Because he probably put his own fucking name. He probably put John Singer he probably signed as the father on the child's name thing. He's 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 avoiding something now. What? What's the middle name? I'm not going to tell you what the what's your, name So is. what's your great-grandfather's middle name? Because if it's... So if, do you have their middle name or do you have your dad's middle name? We all have the same middle name. Which is what? A mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I heard... I've only heard it one time and it was during his graduation when he walked across and I we went outside and I talked to him and I was like... And I was like, your middle name's... And he was like... And then ever since that day, I cannot remember what it was, but it's like it's like an Amish middle name. Oh, it's English, like Jebediah. No, no, it's just stupid. It's like not. It's a word Kimberly? that you have never heard. No, it's a word you have never heard. It's a made up word. Then say it. No, it's better as a mystery. That's a thing. I know. <laughs> There's just a reach for a wallet. It doesn't bother me. The oh, really? Because it bothers you. That's why I'm hiding it. No, because I can't remember what it was. It was so good. Are you making a note? Nope. <laughs> yeah, she's making a note to steal my wallet and look at my ID later. I will um, have one of your lady 
Scandalous of the night. Whoa, 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 scandalous. <laughs> I don't know who you're speaking of. I will just start. Ladies of the I'll just night. start at the How top of the list and work my you? way down through the calendar. How dare you? <laughs> there we go. I've got a plan, Stacey. Rest I'm putting you on notice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have that for us next week on the podcast. <laughs> um. Yeah, so anyways... Grateful Dead. Um, Box of Rain is a song that was... So they had a separate poet who wrote the lyrics. His name was um, Robert Hunter. He actually just died the other day. Um, And so Bob Weir is the... Or was the lead guitarist. And Bob Weir's dad was dying. And so um, he wanted to write a song for his dying dad. Robert Hunter wrote a uh, box of rain and he like played it for him before he died and everything. But it's just a beautiful song. Very like calming, very uplifting. Can you like, sing a bit I'm... of it? No, I refuse. Well, but you just sang some of the Ace of Bass. So what's yeah, the because it was, I don't know. Cause, Cause it's not my emotional connection okay because ace of bass was fun but this is like a deep song deep daddy song yeah yeah yeah. not even like i don't listen to it with him but like i listen to this song when i'm at like my lowest points and i'm like okay i feel a little bit better like i can fucking get through this whatever okay stacy let's hear about your childhood trauma (laughs) So when we first started talking about this, Jesus Christ, <laughs> when we first started talking about this, uh, this idea, I was talking about the, like the cleaning house and everything and still listening to the, some of the same music that my mom cleaned house mm-hmm. with and shit. So my mom used to, and we fucking recently did some shit for her to have the records again, but she don't even do it. <sighs> Always waste money by her forever. <laughs> but when, uh, my mom used to clean the house. There was always like old school music on, which was really wasn't old school. It was just music from that time. And I remember if I could put it on today, I could probably still recite the entire Purple Rain album. Okay. And I'll still listen to that. And especially uh, when Doves Cry, because it was like a really good song back then. But as you got older and actually listened to the lyrics, it was like, oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes... You go hard, Prince. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah. sing a little of it for no. us? No. No, I'm not doing that. Y'all! This is what it sounds like when doves cry. It's a really good song, though. And it, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I... <laughs> the, uh, even when I'm, you know, sitting here cleaning the house, the, you know, I'll, I'll, I've got a whole bunch of, like, you know, there's a bunch of different shit on my phone, but there's a, there's a bunch of older music that I... <laughs> He's setting up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that meant, and it's like, <laughs> the fuck is that? That was That's your like dad a... running out the door. Oh, no, he wasn't there. He was That's already, what I'm saying. Yeah, he was Because he's gone. like, maybe I'm just like my father. Y'all need some cigarettes? <laughs> oh, dude, I want to make that pop. It oh, works. yeah. By the way, Stacy's dad, if you're listening, come catch this fade. <laughs> about to beat your ass. <laughs> but uh yeah that was like uh one of the good songs from my childhood was just because it, it takes me back to to that time and just fucking i mean i still to this day hate cleaning the house but if i got some music playing then i'll just, you know get in the groove and do it. so princess purple rain is yeah your the, the album yeah 
It's a good album. Okay, okay. <laughs> what are you doing? I was just writing down everyone's list in order so that when we make the playlist, oh, yeah. we can play it that. in order. Yeah. We can write them down in order. Okay. Why does it say Singer's Wallet? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really feel like there's going to be zero trouble getting that information. I didn't know if, if you fucking goldfish brains remember. How long? How long? What, how long have you been graduated? <laughs> how long uh, ago did you graduate? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> December 17. So it's yeah. I've been trying to remember for two years almost. Okay, I'm on it. Yeah, thank you. Hey, help me you. out. There we go. I'll put out a an alert. Yeah, you can post it in the Facebook group if you figure it out. Are you part of <laughs> our Facebook have... group? Do you have? God, I, that was good, but I hate you. <laughs> I am a part of the damn Facebook group. Jesus. I like how when I started spelling omnipotent, you were like, what the fuck are you doing? She was like, cutting side eyes at me like I'm fucking... I was like, she was oh like, my God. why are you spelling? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? This is new. I know this. No, one. I've done it multiple times. <laughs> I've heard. So. And I'm used to like having... The thing is, is when I talk to people about the podcast, we're like drunk at the bar. So I'm like, okay, pull out your phone. You guys it's called last Omnipotent night. Idiots. O-M-N-N. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. That was loud. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring it back to the to the high school days. Oh, here. please bring up some more. Good. Vibration. <laughs> that would be on my uh, sister's list. For sure. What's <clears throat> up, so, sweetie? Because she's a lesbian. <laughs> 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 She's on the spectrum. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. <clears throat> Technically, we're all on the spectrum. Exactly. Somewhere. Yeah, you're on an autism spectrum. Yeah, Somebody, I do not. I wonder if I can get some of that money from Trump. Is he handing out spectrum money? No. Spectrum <laughs> money. <laughs> no, he just he just signed a bill to uh, do a, uh, for a bunch of autism research and care. Okay, great. Um, yeah, he's trying to get help for himself. <laughs> very good. What's wrong with my children? <laughs> that was very I good. am the smartest autism. <laughs> I have the best thoughts and words. That was like a really good joke. Like that could be in the writer's room of like a late night comedy. Good for you. Yeah, except uh, they would get fired. No, dude, you, you can put that on SNL's weekend update. 100. No, they just got rid of that dude for some fucking on old the, tweets. Oh, no, but the weekend update goes hard. Trust me. Yeah, they go hard. Super hard. Watch it tonight. You, know, you need to know. No, I, I just, I, I mean, if it, it was, if it was funny, I'd watch it. Or oh, it's, it's funny. It's not. You've never watched and, it. SNL? SNL's just No, I'm just talking about just straight the weekend update. I don't watch none of the other shit. Just the weekend update is always funny. Michael Che and uh, the other guy are pretty good. As you know, I don't fucking watch anything that anyone tells me to watch, so. Yeah, because we feel like, so I was literally, today I was going to ask him if he could back up his XL statement for the XL, for the the Chappelle show, and we were driving down the road, 
And, I, and he was telling me a story about some of his friends or something. And I was like, yep, that's what happens with the heroin addicted whites. And he was like, okay. So that by itself, I knew he hadn't watched he hadn't it. Watched. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, All right, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> Idiot. I was like, how do you? I was like, they don't do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> the heroin addicted white. Yeah, you yeah. missed it. Yeah, it's on, it's on the spell show. So it's. Uh, my next song we were talking about sweetie my sister this is a super like super sweetie song that um once she got into high school so she her freshman year was my junior year so we had one year of high school together before i dropped out at the beginning of senior year so um the night before her first night of high school i played this song for her it's called my called My Apology by the Get Up Kids. Bringing it back to the early days of emo. No idea what that is. Okay, well, we'll put it on the podcast. Um, We're on the podcast. Well, it'll put it on the podcast playlist. Okay. Um, <laughs> on the Facebook page. On the Facebook page that <laughs> I am a part of. <laughs> Check it now, both of you. Um, it's, uh, it's like emo, like 90s emo. It uh, became a really important song in our family because I played it for her that first night before high school. We were like so nervous. She can't fall asleep. What's going to happen? Changing classes. Oh my gosh. What are you going to wear? And I like played that song for her and it like helped calm her down. And then it became something that we played for all the rest of the kids. Like my little brother, my three nieces. We played that song for them the night before high school started. Um, so it's a near and dear song to my heart. Okay. I was going to ask another question, but yes. then you just said you didn't. So What? I was going to ask what your high school graduation song was. Oh, uh, it was probably like, um, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. But I imagine it was like something stupid. Mine was, um, Green Day. I was going to say it was probably that Green Day song. Yeah, that was, that was our high school grad. Uh-huh. And I was so blown. I was like, for real? But it's actually what, a good What? Project Pat? No, no, that would have been dope as fuck now. Because that, yeah, that was around the time Project Pat and them were super big, so it would have, it would have, uh, it would have worked. But, but I, I mean, every time I hear that song, the time of yeah, your life. every time I hear that yeah, song, that song, I think about that, and I was like, ah, that sucks. What was your high school graduation song? I don't know. You didn't go. I don't remember. No, oh, I just don't remember. Okay, that was. It wasn't that significant of a moment for you. No, of a song. Oh. <laughs> Um, the Get Up Kids uh, were so important to my life that up until like 2011, my email address was getupgirl okay. at yahoo.com. Much like, better than Gone Girl. Yeah. Yeah, Get Up Girl. Because the Get Up Kids were so important to my life. I have another question. I keep hearing you say ghetto. It's not ghetto. Like the ghetto boys? No. Get up, kids. What is that other song? Uh, Was it the, um, all the other kids with the pumped up kicks better run, baby, run faster than my bullet? that's like 2000. When was that? That's like, no, that's, er, that's like later than that. That's probably 2013. Yeah, this is like 1998 times. 97. Uh, Yeah. Okay. It's slow. And the only reason I remember that song from the from the from the um Green Day was because I mean that was like a 
I figured you would, because that's that's like a pivotal moment in your life, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it was also like forever ago. I, it wasn't that long. He's not that old. I don't, it's I like didn't 10 years like, ago. I, if I didn't have to be at school, I was not at school. And also, I smoked like a fucking hella big blunt, like with my boys before. Right? Oh, okay. I'm not. I don't even really remember. I think I probably took some pills, honestly. Let's just be honest. Okay, bye. There is a picture of me crossing the stage, so I know that John, I walked across the stage. Who has your degree? Jebediah Singer, the fourth. I, guess my parents, your parents have it? I think I have mine here. Who's who has your? I have my college. Here? I have my college degree. Yeah. All right, so singer number two. Song two is a song called Daylight by a man named Aesop Rock. Not Aesop Rocky. These are two different rappers. A E S O P, like the uh, tales, Aesop's fables, but Aesop Rock. Um, so this is a song that. Um, some of when I went from hanging out with like the outcasts to hanging out with some of the nerdier outcasts and like meeting like artists and people who were interested in art and stuff, I got introduced to this song. Um, Aesop Rock is a rapper out of New York, and um, have you ever seen that? that chart of rappers with the biggest vocabularies uh-uh. they mm-hmm. took like all these rappers first 10 albums and analyzed them and found you know who used the most words the, the most unique words okay. and Aesop Rock was at the top um, there's a few other people that are up there like Bus Driver and Lil Wayne no, no, no. <laughs> Little Wayne fell towards the bottom. No, he he was actually like mid range, I think. Um, but anyways, so just the the wordplay and the deep. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna read some of it. Please do. So, put one up for shackle me not. Clean logic procreation. I did not invent the wheel. I was the crooked spoke Jason. While the triple sixers lassos keep angels roped in the basement, I walk the block with a halo on a stick poking your patience. Y'all catch a 30-second flash visual. Dirty cooperative med platoon. Bloom head trip split ridiculous. Fathom the splicing of first-generation fuck-up with trickle-down anti-hero smack. Kraken. I pace my game for zero hour completion cretin splash duke of early retirement picket dream american nightmare hog in the screen i'll hold the door open so you can stumble in if you'd stop following me around the jungle gym and i heard that shit and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> i had never heard like poetry like that and it just blew my mind and after that like i don't know that that really like sparked my interest in hip-hop and now singers and music master 
No, not music. Just Nazis. Just regular Nazis. Nazis a hard term. If anybody's the Nazi, we're gonna put that one on you. Okay. Oh. So what would you what would you what would you call yourself? Like a music because you're, you're snob. Okay. Snob. Okay. Go ahead. But no, I think that's a good use of the word. Because, Nazi? Because, no, no, okay. no, because this is the thing, is that <laughs> Nazis are completely intolerant. I'm a snob, I know what I like, but I can listen to anything and find something good in it. So I can say... Who gets in my truck and will hit the skip button. Yeah. She so knows I'm bossy with the radio. Yep. <laughs> Evil bossy. But remember when you fixed my but radio? But I fixed. I'm. She literally was riding around with no radio, and I made her fix her shit. I fixed it. He did. He like busted out the manual, fixed, figured out the code that was in a secret hidden spot. It took forever, but like we couldn't leave the driveway. Like he couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Got to have some music. I can't just drive. We can turn the music down a little bit and have a conversation, but there's got to be music. That but song you, you just, listen to podcasts all the time. I listen, yeah, I do listen to podcasts. So too, it's just still... really anything to fill the silence so that your brain isn't screaming into the existential void. Now, let me ask you this. You just showed me a song earlier when we kind of was coming back, or on the way to Taco Bell, mm-hmm. uh, that is the Smoke, Perp, and Riff Rap. Mm-hmm. Like sorry, I couldn't really understand what Smoke Perp was saying, but I understood what Riff Raff was saying, and that shit was fucking. So how would you how would you rank that verse? I think that that verse is so fucking. You're talking about Riff Raff's verse on that yeah. one. Yeah, it's so creative, and that's why I wanted you to listen to it because just the the shit that he's pinning together vaguely makes sense, mm-hmm. but it is so far out there and. There's a lot of rappers now that are like using more complex rhyme structures or not landing on the beat every time, you know what I mean? And they're like mm-hmm. messing with the form. shit off. Yeah. So I just thought that like his rhyme scheme was tight. And then he was just saying the wildest shit and at the same time putting his beat off a second too. So, I, I don't know. So I just I, thought it was a funny-ass song. Out of five. Out of five? I enjoyed it just because it was creative. I think it's like an experiment. So, I would put it... I think it was important for them. Will I show it to other people because I think it's funny? Yes. Do I think that it would ever land on the top five of my five favorite songs? No. Absolutely not. No, we would never definitely Okay. What's your next one? Um, so another one that goes back to my childhood. Uh, my uh, my uncle was in a band, and uh, and he still actually does. He plays the Monterey uh, Monterey Jazz Festival and shit now. He plays the bass, and uh, he played in a church band. And he also hello, played, yeah. hello, <laughs> very, very hello, my but uh, when I was a kid, I would go go with him to his like his friends' band practice and shit, and they would play. And their warm up song is one of my favorite songs of all time, and it's uh, Eagles Hotel California. Okay. Yeah, it's a really fucking. And I, I like the Eagles in general. Have you heard that one before? In the Hotel California. <laughs> I don't know. 
If nobody, it's such yeah. a lovely place. Yeah, if you it's haven't heard that song, it's place. like you haven't been in an elevator. You have, you don't have ears. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's if really you haven't weird. heard that song, your name is Helen Keller. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> actually one of Sweetie's favorite songs. My dad used to have an Italian restaurant where they would have cat karaoke like one oh night a week, and she would do that song for yeah. karaoke. Yeah, um, and then if like if you're if you really do like the Eagles, Showtime has a. Like a five-hour Eagles documentary on there. That's wow, really that's really good. Wow, <laughs> you really? Yeah, it's like all five hours at once. It's not a, it's not, it's not broken up into pieces. Wow. <laughs> How old was Sweetie at this point? Oh my, like, she was like, <laughs> like high school. Like, oh. in, no, in no, no, I wasn't sure if he was like a six-year-old because no. I was gonna say that would be fucking adorable. Uh, no. Yeah. She was Welcome like, in a hotel. California. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. That's a good song. I mean, yeah. that's a good song. Yeah, if I didn't want to stab myself in the ears every time I heard it because I've heard it 10 million times. But he doesn't, but, but he doesn't when like When Chuck starts fear, back no, up, I'm going to no, sign no. you up. When what? When Chuck's opens back up, I'm going to oh sign my. you I'm up. I'm not doing karaoke. Yeah, you yeah. are. There's you not are. enough There's drugs me. and alcohol on earth to make sure there is. The last yeah. time I did we karaoke. We talked about this 72 hours. There is enough <laughs> drugs and alcohol. Damn, I forgot about that episode. The last time I did karaoke, it was, I was, what's that country bar on Tybee? Country (laughs) bar on Tybee? Yeah, it's on Tybee, like on the main strip. Right before the curve? It's like a sports bar? Yeah, it's like where the main fucking Tybresia is or whatever, the main strip. Oh, It's like, because the Rock House is like right across the street from the Rock House. That's like a, right across the street. I don't know where the. That's like a goddamn tourist store. I have no idea. Okay, well, there was, I was, it was 20. I really hope this story's gonna be good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This was 13 years ago, man. It was probably 13 years ago, and I did a duet. I was drunk as shit, and there was this random chick I did a duet with, and we sung uh, Kid Rock and Cheryl. (laughs) Put your picture away. That's all. That's the last time I did karaoke. I was, the I, next I, time hey, is going to be. I, I'm just glad you didn't. I got laid. I got I'm just laid. glad you didn't sing Nickelback. <laughs> no, no, you got laid with the Cheryl Crow part. Yeah, yeah, um, with that, yeah, I got good laid. Good for you. Word. That's the least. The, By that pull. chick or the, yeah. the janitor, or? <laughs> <laughs> the dishwasher. <laughs> How? The cat How from the crab shack. Was her mustache? <laughs> it wasn't too thick. She shaved it. Sick. Gross. Keeping it short and prickly. Like my dick. (laughs) (laughs) You're a real zinger, zinger, zingers today. That's great. So. My next song? Sure. Okay, here we go. This is uh, around the same time as uh, my Juggalo life, but this was. <laughs> this is what was my real, my real passions. Um, is this an ICP song? No, it's not an okay, ICP song. But these people oh, have done a collab with ICP. This is and Cottonmouth Kings. This is the Cottonmouth Kings. Hardcore. Okay, when I discovered the Cottonmouth Kings in probably like ninth or tenth grade, this is gonna fuck m- you up. My whole. No, I've, 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 I've heard the Cottonmouth Kings. My before. whole no, life I mean changed. Just her, her personal relationship. <laughs> my personal relationship with the Cottonmouth Kings 
is extensive. <laughs> um, I first yes, yes. I have <laughs> not even followed like, them on tour before. The when I first got my car, I was eighteen by myself, and I followed them to Atlanta. All the way to West Palm Beach, Nashville, in my car by myself. I've never even driven on the highway before I started this expedition. Um, I have a Cottonmouth King scrapbook that I'm happy to bring. Um, I was also, throughout my life of loving the Cottonmouth Kings, at one point I was working in a photo lab where you like developed pictures. So I would go see them and then I would develop three of every picture that I took because I had it like that. Um, so I have like a set of pictures that I've never touched, a set that I use for my scrapbooking, and then another set to have. Like it was all, it was a very specific thing. Um, I was part of the fan club in high school. I have a Cottonmouth Kings tattoo. Where? <laughs> on my lower back. It was, uh, I got it when I was 18. But I've been liking the Cottonmouth Kings uh, since like ninth or 10th grade. It's what all my By friends like. By lower back, like. do you mean tramp stamp? By tramp stamp. <laughs> Yes. What is it? It's their logo, the line work of their logo. I've met them. I have pictures with them. Did you fuck them? Would I? No, did you? No. Okay. Um, I mean, I was like 15, so I was like down, but (laughs) 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 they had other options. Um, I thought you said you were 18 when you were following it. That's what I, I want to talk about. That. No, I mean, I, say that. Yeah. I would, but I've seen them so many times. Uh, oh, okay. I have seen them. So if they came to Savannah, would you 15, go? 15, yes. Okay. And they would recognize me, I promise you, and I would bring my scrapbook. I used to make um, t-shirts. And would you fuck them? Yeah. <laughs> They're probably old now, probably in their 50s. But, um, I would do homemade t-shirts with iron-on letters, specific for every show. Um you were a super fan. Super fan. Um, you know, that's, and, how, that's how R. Kelly got them women. Yeah, they could get me. Thank God they were decent people. I listed um, Bump as my favorite song. That was the song that we first that I first encountered. I don't think through the catalog that it would be my favorite song. But without that one, I wouldn't have gotten okay, to where on, I was. Catalog. How many albums do they have? They have an extensive catalog. Seriously? I did not know that. Probably, what, 11 or more? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. But there's how many members make Yeah, so your your main person is D-Loc. And then he had a, and then there's like the governing like person, which is Daddy X. And he was always my favorite. And I what would do you make, mean the governing person? Like he's just, he was older. He had been in the business. He had like found them and was helping to like put them together, but he still was part of the group. So is this like a like a like a, a large thing like three six mafia? There's like several okay. people. So they had like a specific dancer, then they have like a hype man. A There's a <laughs> he was like a pop and lock dancer. Oh, he was like a b boy. Yeah. Okay. Then they had a hype guy named the tax man who was like come out in like full makeup and very um it was a little too libertarian actually for my personal and current um, How political did politics thing. get into that? Taxes or ceiling was the way that they felt, and that was Te- through like a lot of the music. Um, it was the first time that I had like encountered like that rap rock, so like people oh. rapping that also felt like not hip hop. Um, they were from California, so there was like a ska. Influence. They would have songs that were like had horns in them. 
I just could go on and on and on, honestly, yeah, I, 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 about I, I, the Cottonmouth Kings. There was a him. very long time, probably from like 15 to 19, where they were part of my identity um, and part of who I was. And they had a great relationship with ICP. So it was a lot of crossover friends. Um, I still say we need to go to the gathering. Let's do it. I would just have to go glamping style now. You have to do what? I would have to go glamping. What does that mean? Like glam camping. Glamorous camping. Like I'm not in a Ted. No, no, I'm not doing that. We're getting like an RV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Um, So did you, we're, we're. we're, Bro, y'all rolling up together to the (laughs) gathering in a full size RV. Yeah. What is Yo, the bitch, you're coming too. Image in my life. <laughs> you're coming yeah. too. We're gonna save that for the vlog. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you um? How did you feel about the ICP Eminem beef? Oh, at the time, I was like, "Fuck Eminem, Eminem ain't shit." But then, like, learned to love him. But yeah, um, yeah, because didn't they didn't they make a song with his mom? Yeah, I have it on my phone, my iPhone. <laughs> Seriously, right now, we'll listen to it on the break. <laughs> it's like literally one of the songs that are on my iPod phone. Okay. Um. So yeah, they uh, they made a song with his mom. Yeah, like, you didn't uh, know well, that? like about his mom. No, she. There's a track with with his mom on a um, track with with ICP. I don't have that song. I have the songs that they've written about his mom. Insane. Yeah. That's um, so funny. And this was around the time that D12 was uh, going to ICP shows with paintball guns and shooting up ICP every time they saw. Him. Rude. <laughs> Just every single rude. time. Um. So yeah, Cottonmouth Kings. Well. They were fun. Huh? Cottonmouth Kings. Well, all, right. Okay. all right. That's uh. I'll bring my scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> They've all signed it. Next time multiple I get, do, do you have to bring it? Next time I come to your house, we'll look. There's at like it. tickets, like plane tickets from when I've flown to see them. Wow. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Um. So right. let's finish this round and then we'll take a break. Okay. Um, so my third song is Go With The Flow by Queens of the Stone Age. Um, Can you sing a little of it for us? No, I can't. I'll sing y'all songs all day if I know them. Y'all gotta sing my songs. Okay. I don't know this one. I figured. That's what I was saying. Anyways. I'm no, go ahead. Go ahead go, no, I was thinking. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah. This was probably... One of the first songs, um, it kind of, so first I heard, um, My Hero by Foo Fighters. I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade and that, and that's when I was like, holy shit, like this is cool. This is fucking hard rock, right? Um, and then in like, I think it was like sixth grade, um, I was going to my buddy's house and his older brother was giving us a ride. And he had the new Queens of the Stone Age CD and put it in and Go With The Flow came on and I had never heard anything like it. And instantly I was like, this is, this is like the soundtrack to my life. Like, this is cool. It's like kind of hard. It's kind of creepy. And like, I mean, now it's now the stuff that I listen to, like it, it, Brain, it allowed my entry into like harder rock. Like now, Stepping looking stuff. back on it, it doesn't it's feel such hard. a yeah. It's such like a soft thing. But at that point, that was like my holy shit. This is hard. 
one of the first things to get me going down the path that I've followed. Sixth grade? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Around that time. Very influential time in terms of, like, music individuality, I think. You are, like, opening up into middle school. Mm -hmm. You're now, like, expected and do have your own interests as a person. Um, Cool. Good I'm going to get one for this playlist. So I listen to the playlist before the podcast. <laughs> so one of the, like you were talking about your first introduction and like different styles of music and shit. And I remember like my first introduction into any form of rock was I was in a, I had like an AutoCAD class in high school and shit. And there was this, I don't know what you really, it wasn't really emo. It's like a little bit more punk rock kid that was there and uh he had his headphones in and i was like hey man what are you listening to and he was listening to system of a down toxicity <laughs> that album and i was like all right cool whatever let me and i started listening to him. i was like okay this ain't that bad but it was it was something different uh-huh. and then i started listening to more and more rock music and i think like the one of the pivotal rock music songs for me was audio slaves like a stone oh yeah that, that that's one, a fucking yeah that one song. lies in that same range of like okay radio butt rock yeah like before it got really before nickelback took over and like took it and commercialized it, it all the way fucking shit on yeah. it because then, yeah. then, then, then when, it was like when, years like, later that i found out that audio slave was actually like a super group yeah 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 before that, had you been mostly like hip hop or? Yeah, because you I mean this is this is around high school, and I, you got I keep keep in mind I went to high school in two thousand uh in outside Atlanta in nineteen ninety nine to two thousand two, mm-hmm. so that's when Dirty South rap mm-hmm. was like making its main. You know, we had this is right when Jeezy was first coming out, when Gucci was first coming out, Ti. Uh, three six mafia was huge. Pastor Troy was huge. Ludicrous. Yeah, and then I mean, I yeah. I it was literally just ATL remember, rap just blowing yeah, up. I remember being in high school when Ludacris was still Chris Lover Lover on the radio. We used to listen to him, and then he started doing his own. Like I remember that whole transition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this was like you know Pimp C, UGK, and then slowly New York music was trickling down when they did like the big pimping and shit. You got a, a, a taste of Jay Z and all that. Mm-hmm. But this was like hardcore fucking when Outcast went to the BET Awards and told everybody what the fuck was up. Like, I remember all that. And that's what music was. I mean, we were doing fucking PT cadences with Pastor Troy verses and shit. We were fucking running, you know. When I was in eighth grade in my middle school, there was a huge school-wide fight. And it was the basers versus the metalheads. What's a baser? Like someone who listened to rap and hip hop. Okay. And then the metalhead was basically anyone else. And there was, I went to school, uh, it was outside, so we had a big quad. And there this was, was a, in Florida? This is in Florida, yeah. And there was a giant fight between like everyone at school. See For the, no reason other than two different types of music. And then this was also when like the underground uh, DJs and stuff in the city with DJ Jelly and Big Oomp Radio and all that other shit. So basically every high school in that area had their own kids that could rap. And there used to be this teen nightclub called the Pegasus. Mm. And I went to South Cobb High School and our arch rival was Pebble Brook, period. We had our music group, they had our, their music group, and they would fucking fight every fucking weekend. Just wherever, yeah, it was a teen, <laughs> yeah, every weekend police at the teen nightclub because uh-huh. two schools were fighting all the time. But yeah, that was when I, when I, that was basically when I started listening to more rock music. 
Which leads us to your third pick. Audio slaves like a Oh my god, sorry. System of Down. Are you here? Sorry. You write it down. System of a Down. No, no, it's no, no. audio. Yeah, sorry. System of a Down's toxicity. That those two. So I didn't write it down. That was his. That was his transition into oh audio. Oh my god, yeah. I'm so sorry. Because was it? It was. It was toxicity, and then was was Ariel's was his own album, or was that just on that app? Ariel's was on that same album. Okay. I didn't write they it down. They had like two but, albums. That um, were... So how did? Yeah. So how did you find out about? How did you hear Audio Slave? I started listening to more rock stations. Okay. And, and heard then, it on the radio. Yeah, because this was like you had right initially when, heard toxicity. Yeah, I started listening to more rock music, and then because the song came out in 2002, that was my graduating year and everything. And then that was kind of like also when I was transitioning from, hey, I just graduated high school, but hey, I smoke meth. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like right in that transition. So what, yeah, like that two month period. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that <laughs> that 22 day period. Yeah, it was like three months from high school to being a meth user and dealer. It was. Oh like, my god, one quarter. So on that, let's we're take gonna a break. take a break. Yeah. to smoke. Yeah, some meth. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I do not have skates. Hey, <laughs> just asking. It's an honest question. Clear in the air. Yeah. Jeez. Clear the air on the air. Stacy has scabies. No, don't. <laughs> my my blankets are poisonous to him because of he's allergic to my laundry detergent. Gotcha. That was And not... that is exactly why you chose correctly that you will not procreate with him to continue. The, the, the human race. Because I might only have Tide available. <laughs> I don't want to get my kids walking around with dirty clothes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because obviously the fucking washing machines. <laughs> <laughs> and the water filtration is going to be top notch. Well, in the river then. I can't bust open a Tide yeah, pod. Yeah, the sewage filled river in the apocalypse. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> what yeah, if... Make sure you wash your clothes in the fucking... <laughs> As if it's not already toxic enough <laughs> after the apocalypse. Yeah, go ahead and dip your fucking clothes in that. Sounds great. What if you are allergic to Tide on the outside, but not on the inside? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm, a reverse, I'm the reverse of most people. I can eat it without yeah. a problem. Yeah. That's my superpower. <laughs> yes, and you start putting it in all your dishes. <laughs> Just killing everyone. In your craft mac and cheese. So what, are you the Rajneesh now? <laughs> You look like a little snow bunny over there. It's kind of chilly in here. Yes, it is actually, for those of you listening at home, just know it's absolutely freezing cold in here, and it's great. Um, My house stays at 74 degrees. That is not freezing cold. No, I like it. Just because it's, like, rainy outside. Yeah, it's, yeah. (sighs) If it was super hot, yeah, I would be like, this feels awesome. No, we wouldn't. No, yeah. No, I'm saying it's super hot outside. Oh, yeah. Yes, you are right. Okay, so back to the weird music from Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing yet has been that weird. Um, (laughs) All right. um, I. By the way, we listened to the ICP. (laughs) Fucked Eminem's mom. One break. Gotta say, delightful. Yes. Then we listened to some OJ to Juice Man. Please don't hate me. Like. I don't know, man. Like, I just have an inherent hate for ICP. I can't say why, just because. But, you know, that song was funny as fuck. They oh, my are God. So now that the window's I'm... open, I'm going to sneak in a couple other no, goodies. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, um, <they> are. <laughs> but see, the, the fucked up thing about that song is there was a few surprises in there. 
but you knew where they were going. Yeah. Well, only because I set up, hey, this is a fuck you Eminem's mom song. But, I mean, yeah, but if when you say fuck you Eminem's mom, and the entire song is about them fucking Eminem's mom. Well, what if I would have set it up like, hey, this is a diss song, an Eminem diss song? I would still, if if it was including his mother, then that's, I mean, that's... But they didn't say it until the last line. That's what she's saying. They never said Eminem until the last line. Yeah. I thought... In the beginning, no. She, he was talking about his like, friend. Hey, bud. It's like yes, it's uh, set up as like uh, someone leaving a voicemail. But see, at the same time, if you're saying it's an ICP diss song, I would still go to Eminem okay. because that was there. Look at the big brain on Brad. <laughs> anyway, and then you got introduced to uh, Obama's rap song. Yeah, and I was really I'm into the, the casting and, and the um, makeup work on that video shoot. That's what I was most impressed with. We introduced her to some old school uh, hardcore hip-hop. Well, that's not even old school. That is old school. Well, today? (laughs) Today? I mean, Ah! that was what? 2000? 2000? No, no, no. That was 2000... Two thousand six, two thousand seven. You might need to edit that out. (laughs) No, I'm going to leave it there. Fuck it. I'm retarded. It's cool. You heard it from the horse's mouth. (laughs) Spectrum. Yep, Spectrum. Uh, so what's your next song? Okay, my next song is a little ditty by some bros you may knows. <laughs> I, just, okay. I just made that up right now. Thanks. That was, we, we can I'm, tell. I'm glad we could be here for it. <laughs> I'm glad it went over well and didn't flop. <laughs> the Avid Brothers. The what? The Avid Brothers, The Ballad of Love and Hate. The what? The, <laughs> no, the Avid Brothers. Yes. yes. Well, I don't. I don't know. A V E T T. No brothers. Uh, <laughs> That's white people music. Wait, oh. well, she said somebody we made. She said the Avid Brothers and like the Isley Brothers. I know no. what that is. The Ballad of Love and Hate. Um, and in this song in particular, they like love and hate are spoken about like their people, and it's them like coming back together. Um, and it's like a. If I had to like label it, it's like a sweet love song. Um, but the significance of it is when I moved to Virginia when I was like 21, 22, everything changed. I had never lived amongst mountain people before. And like fashion is different. Food is different. Do you call that fashion? Like what they would wear like outdoors wear as regular clothes, <laughs> like hiking sandals. You would wear to like like basic white girl winter, yeah. Um, and also part of that was just like new music that I had never heard before, like a mountainy sound. And I um, have learned to love a more mountainy sound. And I love the mountains, and I love North Carolina. And as part of that, go the Avid Brothers, and that's my favorite song. Did you get you some moonshine while you was up there? I did. You I like d- it? I didn't. It's. Hurts. <laughs> it hurts very, very bad. It was so good. Um, yeah, we would have a company picnic at this theater uh, that I worked at every year, and it would be like two hundred people, like everyone from the theater admin on stage, and the artistic director would have a dozen or so bottles of different flavors of moonshine. It was like moonshine, fried chicken, and fireworks. Is this where y'all just went recently back to North Carolina? Um, that's in Virginia. You went to Virginia. I went to Virginia in May. Didn't y'all just? I he went, went to oh. Wesley's, but that's in, in North the bar- Carolina. Yeah, that the barter is not in. Yeah, West. 
Oh, no. okay. 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 So yeah, um, it's uh, storytelling wise. I think it's like the story that they tell in all their songs, but in particular that one. Um, I just love the storytelling of it. Cool. So, yeah. I'll check it out when you put the playlist up. Okay. Uh, so this song I actually just added, um, like right now, subbing it in. Whoa! Um, it's a song that I found within the last couple of years, probably within the past two years, um, through Spotify, which I pay for and use all the time to find new music and listen to music. Um, so this song is called Uncast Shadow of a Southern Myth. And it's by Parquet Quartz. Uh, it's P-A-R-Q-U-E-T. I'm not sure if you say Parquet or Parquet or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, this song is one of the most well-written songs I think that I've ever heard. Um, it is literally like a piece of poetry um, combined with a slow southern ballad that tells a moralistic story that's a true story um essentially what happened was the this band <clears throat> heard about this um elvis museum that this guy runs out of his house right and people would come there and try and buy stuff but he didn't sell it he was just a collector um so while they're there they heard that he was like kind of crazy and was like had a gun and shit and so they were like uh hey, I heard you have a gun. And he goes, you mean this one? And points it at him, right? And so the band left. Um, and like, you know, a month or a year, I don't know how long later, um, somebody broke into the guy's property and was trespassing, maybe trying to steal something. And the guy shot him to death with that same gun. Um, and so... And then later killed himself because, you know, he felt guilty, people, people think. That's a lot of story to tell in three minutes. Uh, it's a longer song. Okay. I don't think it's probably like close to a five or six minute song. Okay. Um, but again, and it's a slow song. So, But yeah, really great song. Check it out. And so this is a new, um, newish kind of song? Let me see if I can. Pull up the details without playing it. Yeah, can't play it. You still get mad at us. I just don't. Well, I mean, my name's on all the paperwork, so I don't want to get sued. <laughs> Is there paperwork? Yeah, what paperwork? paperwork? What's yeah, the with, paperwork? With, with Podbean, I have an, uh, an account and everything. So you mean the account. user agreement? Yeah, and, oh. the, and the yeah, and I guess the... it is a legally binding contract. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it looks like 2014 is when cool. it came out. Um, but but they did have a band before that um, where they played a previous iteration of the song, but then they like redid it and added more lyrics and stuff. A um, couple lyrics that stand out to me are um, drunken stumbling like a man of distinction. Kudzu creeping up a state tree discreetly. So, just a couple of lines that, like, really, I thought were well-written and constructed. I love how lyrics are so important to you. 
Yeah. And that was one of the things, because, like, I was wondering if it was the, 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 the song itself, the song, the song itself, or the storytelling aspect, or it was just the lyrics. Like, what was it about it that touched you? I think all three of them combined. I think the, the, the combination, like, the care and attention to each separate aspect. Okay. Like, the words and lyrics are well written. The music is tied together with it perfectly. The music is good, but it also matches the theme and and just plays along with the song. So it's, like, a just a great blending. And also it has a great narrative and moral. So I just feel like it's a great example of what a song should be. Like, a great all-around song. That's what's up. Yeah. You got it? Yep. Number four. Oh, it's just me. So, in the past, uh, shit, I'd say probably the past 10 years, like, there's been a lot of really good hip-hop that's come out, but I've been, more than 10 years, like, it's been more rock music that's, that's, in some country, that's, that's actually, like, meant something to me a little bit, like, going through fucking... Like Evanescence and Stained and all that <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's cool. But then, uh, like in the in the like probably, I don't I don't even remember when this album came out. But when the uh, Kings of Leon Use Somebody album came out, there's a song on on there called Revelry that is really really good. And that one just kind of just listening to it, I was like, all right. And it, and it kind of, it, it, I don't know. Tell fucks me more. With it. Tell me more. Why? Because it's. Can you sing some of it? No. I'm not doing <laughs> it. <laughs> no. No. You, you're asking every time. I know. Solid no. It uh, might just be the one time, one time. Just the, the, the song itself is nice and the lyrics it's basically like all the different times that he fucked up and you know, just different shit like him trying to, trying to fix it, trying to get back together or what all that other shit. It just, it just, cause I mean, I'm a fuck up. It's fun sometimes, but there's some fucked up shit that happened too. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked me a little bit. All right. It's a good song. I mean, I made the list. So obviously. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, the, like I've I've added and scratched out and other shit like while we've been sitting here I still got like Chris Stapleton on here as well but fucking I, is I that a country western version? Yes, it is. Okay. He's the guy that did uh, Tennessee whiskey. He redid that one. Sing it for me. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got another good song called Broken Halos that's really good too. Okay. You don't have to add that one as well. I'm not. Okay. It's on the official list. No, no. I don't want to get loosey goosey with this playlist. No. Um. Okay. My fifth and final song. Um. Probably. Mm, I have two left. Like Twelve of them pulled up. I had. I have two left. I just want to decide. Come on, Where... start singing it. Just around the river bend. No, I said no musicals. That was like a deal I made myself. Um, golly. All right, I'm going to go with the one that's more current. Um, 
and y'all can be haterades or, or about this if you'd like. Um, Lizzo's Truth Hurts. That's the new song? Well, she, it was recorded Ooh. in 2017. Liz- Lizzo? Yeah. You don't know who that is? <laughs> you know the song. Go okay. ahead, say Why it. a man great till he gotta be great? What? You don't know the you know Lizzo. I probably we've talked about her before. We have. Yes. Juice. Would you like to pause the podcast so we can play it? Right yes. Now? No, I'll get my headphones. I got headphones right here. Oh Dude, my gosh! You could have had a no. Oh I got God. one earbud. I could do this. You could have had a bad bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. There, there's a bunch of memes and other yes, shit all around there. Exactly. Okay, I know what that is now. Okay. I didn't know that was her name. That's her name. Um, I don't know specifically like what all the ingredients are that are in that Lizzo soup recipe, but she has empowered mm-hmm. people, she women did. specifically. Um in a way that I haven't felt in a really long time. And this song in particular came in very clutch in like moments of like, what the fuck? Why are boys like this? Why are people like this? Um, and the thing about it is that it's so, I know that I'm one of 25 bazillion people who have used this song to like help move on from like some bitch ass boys. And, uh, Storytelling wise, I, it's amazing to see someone who like is my size up there doing it, being so respected, having so much skill. She just she plays the flute, which I just think is awesome, and you don't see enough of that. Um, I know I know the song now, but I don't think I've ever actually listened to it all the way through. Great, we'll check you in a minute when we can do that. Um, but yeah, I decided to go with my number five, Lizzo's Truth. Okay. Also, that was what I also think is remarkable about it is that it was recorded and put out in 2017, but didn't get any action until 2019. Because she she broke because she did the song on some award show, didn't she? She went on with someone on an award show earlier this year. The first time I saw her be somewhere that felt mainstream was I think she did Jimmy Kimmel. Like a late night talk show TV performance. And it was like from then gearing up for this Juice album. Like, it ain't my fault that I'm out here making news. Yeah. Good song. Um, and then because music the way it is right now, it's also digitalized. We were able to go back to the recent archives. And now a song that's two years old is more popular than her most recent album. So, yeah, it like came back. Because yeah, the song's been used in like TV shows and commercials mm-hmm. and, and memes. memes. There's something play. about it. Um, yeah, we had discovered Lizzo uh, through some friends like January of 2017. So to see that come up has been uh, great. Yeah. Oh, so you you were you were you were into that when it like first came out. Not that particular song, but uh-huh. other songs from okay. that same time. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So the wave finally caught up to you. That's right. <laughs> All right, singer number five. Um, number five, I'm gonna say um by a band called Explosions in the Sky. 
which is an instrumental band. Mm. Um, there is no lyrics or words. So, interesting. Yeah, because you're so lyric driven. Yeah. Um, but again, I appreciate music as well. And so uh, we used to listen to these guys a lot. Um, again, that same crew that kind of showed me um, Aesop Rock showed me this band as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just a great song. It builds continually, but it's it's so hard to describe because it is guitars and drums and a little bit of piano, but it's instrumental. But I couldn't put like a genre on it. Mm-hmm. Almost, it's its own. But it's not electronic. Entity. It's like it's not electronic. Okay. Um, I mean, they play electric guitars, but, but it's, it's not, not like from a computer. No, no, not at all. They play live. <clears throat> um, it's like a story arc in music. It's almost more like an orchestra piece, but played. On guitars and drums and cool. stuff. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, so the song that I picked is called First Breath After a Coma. And it literally sounds like what it would be like to wake up from a coma. That, or their, you know, depiction of it. So check it out. Um, it's a long song. But um, if you ever want to, like, meditate or... Just thinking. That kind of stuff is very calming, very relaxing. Um, good for writing, studying, active brain kind of stuff. So, yeah. Check it out. Explosions in the sky. Cool. So I have a question. Yeah. How are we doing this playlist? Is it? Are you putting them in order with what we're doing? Yes. That's okay. what I was writing them. So I think this is a good, a, the, the last three is a good arc because it's like a, a good set of music. And the final song on this playlist will be the greatest love song ever sung on earth. And it's Jewel? Lenny Williams, Cause I Love You. That is a fucking... Lenny? Lenny Williams. I thought you were about to hit, like, bitches ain't shit. No. <laughs> no. What's the name of the song? Cause I Love You. And it's it's old school where it's got a full fucking... Yeah, it's got a full band. It's got everything. It's a long song. And... So it's I had a weird introduction to this song because you remember when the original Kings of Comedy came out? With like Steve no. Harvey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when that came out, when you watch it, uh there's like the, there's footage of like the, the the breaks in between when Steve Harvey's out there just playing um, music and he starts yep. talking about the songs. And I went back and listened to it because of how much he was talking about it. Like this Lenny Williams wrote this song and did this song and like halfway through the song, he literally, you can hear it all through it. It's all in the recording. He breaks down crying, talking about like how much like he wrote this because of this woman that he's and he's talking to his friend and his friends. He's talking about, man, I can't eat. I can't sleep. I'm up all night to the TV go off and I'm still sitting like this old shit. And it was really, it's a really good fucking song. Good storytelling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It And like, it's like old like you wouldn't find this in really any kind of music today anymore. Nobody's doing that hardcore, old soul, poor. My Charles heart Bradley out. was, and he just recently died. Okay. I listen to a lot of Charles Bradley. 
What's fucked he up? He started was... out as a James Brown impersonator. Really? Somebody like signed him to start singing his own songs. Okay. Yeah. He actually played here. Uh, to I think he played at the Jinx for Savannah Music Festival. He opened in like Netflix? sixteen or something, and then uh, died mm-hmm. probably a year or so ago. Yeah. And what's that other dude's name? He's kind of it's upbeat, but it's kind of soulful. It's like Josh. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob Banks? Jacob. I got no fucking clue. No. I'm opening Netflix because I want to talk about this new show on Netflix. It's like 30 minutes, so like super accessible, um, like docu-series where they, have you guys watched this at all? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where you're going. It is, <laughs> yeah, it is Jacob Banks. Oh, yeah, the 30-minute docu-series on Netflix. Love it. <laughs> where they like... um dive into something something um and then what god i hate the way you're looking at me are you talking about explained yes i'm talking about explained the netflix yeah they just put a new one out about how your brain works and stuff the one um that specifically i think would be of interest is the music one it's like the second or third episode and what they talk about are all the different elements that make music different from sound because really, all music is is like sound that has some principles in terms of like repetition, harmony, tempo, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, really, at the end of the day, it's an organ. It's like a organization of fucking vibrating air. It's layers of vibrating air over. Each she other. talked about that. Um, and the other thing that I thought was of interest is they did this study that animals don't receive music the same way as humans like they there are some animals that receive tempo really well or some that can receive pitch and mimic pitch um but there's no other animal even like really close like different uh kinds of monkeys don't receive and treat music the same way as humans and that music is like something that is just for us to have and enjoy I was concerned about playing like really heavy metal around Charlie when he was a puppy. Hmm. Like, because a lot of it is like screaming, like guttural, like something that you could confuse with anger. A fucking hmm. injured animal or anger and stuff like that. So, interesting. I don't think that he's, I think he's gotten used to it just from hearing it occasionally. It's like, doesn't it? Music does. What they're saying is that it just doesn't affect animals in the yeah. same way. So I mean, that was a thought that I had, though. Which is weird, though, too, because some of the like animals, you know, it probably doesn't affect them the same way it affects us because animals, like some of those sounds, they don't understand the context. Yeah, There's well, that. not even just that, but like the sounds themselves. Some of the sounds we re reenact with instruments are sounds that animals do make, like. Listening to to whales talk back and forth to each other. There's also the other thing that she talked about was that animals don't have, and I don't know what the phrase was that she used, but basically, no, but basically like memories, like they're not, they're not, well, not memories, but like the able, able to associate music to memories. So we listen to some like sad old high school song and all of a sudden we're brought back there. That's going to change the way that we feel about and like hold on to music. Animals don't do that. Okay. Um, so yeah. I bet that they could. I bet that a dog could associate the sound of the doorbell and remember the song of the doorbell of when 
somebody came. Remembering and like being, I, it's not the same thing. I think remembering is certainly the, like they can remember. That's 100% sure. But they can't attach a particular memory to that. Yeah. Yeah. They just know like that, like their, their, their memory for sounds is like commands. So like it's a just, full three minutes long. Yeah, so it's just it's an interesting docu series that um kind of goes along with music stuff. So I remember my first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Stacy's birthday's coming up. Contribute, 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 <clears throat> so we can get uh, some better equipment. I'm not going to because I'm poor. Um, but you know, those of you listening. If you feel like it. I think we had a friend who originally brought up the idea that wanted to buy us equipment. Um, Good friend. Yeah. Right? Isn't that the case? Jack-Jack. Yeah, Jack-Jack. Join Jack. Anything anything you got to say, old man, before you make your next trip around the sun? (laughs) (laughs) It's all happening very quickly. Um, no. Uh, thanks for listening. Check us out on the... Come to the Oyster Roast. No. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast and you know where Stacy lives, come to his birthday party <laughs> Saturday, October 12th at his house. If you know where it is, you can come. If Bring you your know, appetites. Yeah, good luck, because not a lot of people know where I live. It is actually 